Welcome to Husky Wire's Husky Talk Podcast. I'm Daily Chronicle Sports Editor Eddie Carifio. With me is the well-traveled Jesse Severson. Jesse, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. So we're going to have a little bit of an uh, old-fashioned debate today. So, A. What, full-on debate? Do you <laughs> want to be Donald Trump or Jeb Bush is the first question. I think I'm the biggest, classiest sports editor this paper has seen. And I think you're a... Well, okay, wait, I can't, Yeah, I you guess. can't. Don't swear on that. <laughs> well, the, 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 I mean, our future president said that word. I think I should be able to say it. It's a good... It's a classy word. Very classy. So enough politics, though. We're going to talk <laughs> about the... NIU football team announcing that they are going to be playing at U.S. Cellular Field next season against Toledo. Um, we're going to have a nice little debate about that. Uh, do you want to talk a little basketball before we jump sure. in? Sure. They've won two straight after losing five and they play Ball State Friday. Okay, so moving on yeah. to... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Marshawn Wilson. I mean, a lot of fans were kind of clamoring, hey, get Marshawn Wilson in the starting lineup. And he's in the starting lineup now and they have won two straight and he's... Look pretty good. So I, I think offensively like they're they're, they're kind of clicking now. I feel like the story of this season is like the assassination of Daryl Bowie by the freshman Marshawn Wilson. <laughs> yeah. If you were to title the season something, I think that would probably be the name of it. Yeah, and Bowie uh, out for the season, obviously with the shoulder injury, is going to transfer. Still not sure where, but he's still but he's practicing gone. practicing with the team. Like you said, so that's got to be, be a little, yeah. <laughs> a little weird, but. I mean, kind of good on him. I mean, he's kind of... Classy. Real classy, not Donald classy. Trump classy. Yeah. So they're going to be they're playing gonna be at Ball, they're Ball gonna be, State. They're going to beat Ball State? Um, Ball I State's agree. in no, first place. Ball State after after the game against Bowling Green, Montgomery was like, you know, when's the last time NIU, with about five, six games left in the season, is playing a game in which they can get first place? been a while it has and that's the case they can uh usually take by the first. second or third game of the year that's uh out the window yeah ball state they, they, they've had a nice season they're playing at ball state uh tough place to play well and they have not been good on the road especially saturday games it's nice that this game got moved to friday because i think they're zero and three in conference but they road won games on saturdays and they're two and on fridays this year or one and one on fridays i know they won a road game they won uh at Toledo on a Friday, right? Yeah. Right? They all blend together. Yeah, Who I'm pretty knows? sure. I don't remember the other Friday game. It was a home game, the one where they packed the actual, Yeah, that was, that was a Friday game. one, right? So right. They're, they're 2-0 on Fridays, yep. we think. Maybe we should research this. But what we did research was football. <laughs> football. Okay, so pretty See, hot, a, hot By the way, that is a professional quality transition. Let's spend about five minutes going over the quality of that transition. Or not. So we put, I put together a list of arguments. This is a kind of a hot-button issue. We're getting a lot of responses on this, some in favor, some against. It's, I guess initially... What, what would you say it looks like right now looking at Twitter and Facebook? Pretty even, I think. What I vibe do you get? I'm leaning more towards maybe 60-40 on the negative side. On the negative. But yeah, I think it's slightly negative, but the people who are for it seem really for it, and the people who are against it seem really against it. So where do you stand on this? I am actually in, I, in, among the group of people who don't feel passionately about it one way or the other, which, as far as I can tell, doesn't it's really It's probably exist. your job. That's good for your job. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to be kind of a non... I don't. Nonpartisan. I mean, I think I'm more on the it's a good idea side, but mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely see a lot of the complaints that people are talking about. But there's the one big thing, and we'll, we'll get to it. The one biggest thing is why I'm for it. See, I actually love it. 
I think this is a great idea. Um, so let's jump into a few. We got a few quick arguments that we'll kind of bat away right away. Yeah, we've seen the arguments against it. And actually, a lot of these are legitimate. So, argument number one why not have it be San Diego State or Western Illinois? Because you'll tear up U.S. cellular field in the middle of the season. Yeah. Next question. I, I talked to Lou Bertucca, the CEO of Illinois Sports Facility Authority, who owns. U.S. Cellular Field because there was that little uh, break where the White Sox are kind of right because the they could play on the seventeenth and then they would the White Sox wouldn't be home again until that following Monday or like yeah a week from that Monday about ten days so they could get the field back in order in theory yeah and but uh, the CEO said you know that's kind of a risk and so if you're going up against the White Sox who play there every day right and God forbid the White Sox are contending. Let's pause a moment for the laughter. You know, God forbid they're contending in those last six home games of the year actually mean something. Or, you know, the, what I think it was Tampa Bay and Minnesota, so they may not be playing contenders necessarily. Mm-hmm. But you still can't risk it. It's still too risky. If I was the White Sox, I'd be saying no flipping way that you're playing in the middle of the season. So for that reason, the San Diego State and Western, that is not happening. So that means it had to be a conference game. Which means it has to be after the season, which is usually when, and then November after when the those midweek season, games. Right. So argument two is, well, why not change the Toledo to a Saturday? You get more people there. Mac money. Hashtag Mac money. Next question. Yeah. I ESPN. Mean, you're, you're not messing with ESPN's and again, real estate. I'm saying this. I said it earlier on Twitter. Saturday games are gone. Just let those go, people. They're not coming back. If they do come back, it means NIU is terrible. Right. Is the only way those are coming back. So you, for everybody, for fans' sake, they better hope they're never coming back. You know, if they're playing Saturday games again, then... Because the other thing about this is, I guess, the pretext of putting it on Saturday would be, well, a lot of people care about it, so maybe it can even get on, like, a network, at least, you know, CBS Sports Network or something like that. The thing is, I did a quick little Google search, looked at all the publications, you know, to show more results... This is not getting national traction, like, at all. Mm. All the people that are reporting on it are basically Chicago, Illinois-based, a couple Ohio-based. This is not getting any national traction at all. Well, <laughs> and even if the whole U.S. Cellular plan there for the fir- its first football game that's been played there, even if that was kind of a thing, if it's on Saturday, you're still getting buried. Like, late November, there's going to be some monster games. Yeah, because that's going to be leading the week before conference, the final week of the regular season, basically. Right. So, so. you're going to have, like, an LSU-Alabama game. Like, there are going to be some big-time games. And so having it on a Wednesday, the first time they've ever played football, like, that could get some nice national coverage. Did they announce what the date is? Yeah, November 9th. It's a oh, so it's earlier. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, now that's interesting. Oh, no, I guess it would be after the World Series anyway. Okay. Yeah, it's after this. It's, it's, yeah, it's totally after the season. And again, laughable that the. I guess they have to plan for that anyway, you know, just in case. So now you're just playing to Cubs fans. At this point. <laughs> okay, now we're going to get into the more meaty arguments. Argument number three you're alienating your home base of DeKalb and season, ticklers, season ticket holders from DeKalb. They're, they're not going to be able to make this game most likely. It's, it's like the reverse where they're kind of having trouble with the Chicago people coming in on weeknight games because of the trek. So where, where do you kind of stand on that? No, I agree on that one. It is, and the fact that they're making it part of the package is, uh, you know, kind of seems like a cash grab on the part of the school. But, um, hey, I'm going to say this. If you're someone who wants to buy season ticket holders, I would, 
you know, if enough people complain to the school, then, you know, they might offer a mini package that doesn't include these games. So I, 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 this is to me the biggest, um, flaw in the plan that they're making the season ticket holders buy this. That, that seems a little NFL style, making them buy the preseason games Mm -hmm. to get the regular season games or, you know, all the, the, the shady stuff the NFL does. Not quite as bad as that, obviously, but it's still a little on the uh, skeevy side, I think. I mean, it's still one game. Uh, I, I talked to athletic director Sean Frazier, and I asked him, like, was there a little bit of sense, especially these midweek games, you have to pick either your DeKalb base or your Chicago base? And he kind of said, yeah. And as far as the DeKalb base, if this was something where they're selling out these weekend games, the weeknight midweek games – and they're, they're drawing a lot of people. Okay, yeah, you have an argument. But you know what? Against Ohio, it was the regular season finale, a chance Title to win the, the Mac West. Less than 10,000 people showed up. I mean, that's a, that's a normal thing yeah, for no, the NIU. And I'm and, and, from that standpoint, I don't think you're alienating the fans per se. I think it's more the season ticket holders, making the season ticket holders. That could end up shooting them in the foot if people don't buy plans based off of you know, well, I'm not going to go to Northwestern, so I'll just buy the individual tickets. They might lose some season ticket things, you know, uh, some season ticket buyers that way. So, I mean, it's taking a chance on the school. I mean, the school might be hurting themselves. They might be alienating the season ticket holders. That yeah, is, but you also can get some season ticket holders from the Chicagoland area. Who kind now, of, just thinking about it, and I don't know the answer to this. I'm starting to interrupt, but what about the, the premium packages? Like They so translate. So they're going to have some version of the end zone club set up at Wrigley Field? Right. There'll be tents. There'll be, like, the suites and everything. I, okay. Frazier said everything on that is going to Now, that's translate. worth it. If you've got your premium seating, that, that's a pretty sweet deal. Right. If, you know, you're, you've got your monocle and your uh, uh, fine sipping brandy and everything at the games going with you, that's excellent. And uh, kind of going back, I mean, here's my thing about the DeKalb, um, the, the, the whole idea about the DeKalb home base DeKalb County has got over 100,000 people. So as far as being able to not even get like 15,000 for a big midweek game, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to feel too bad for them knowing like, hey, they're not really showing up in droves in the first place. And let, you know, let's tie this into number, hopefully this was your number four, is the students. Right. Number four, you're alienating the NIU students. And that all 86 of them that went to all the games, this is right. to be the biggest... Uh, Students have had their chance. They they have done everything. They have reached out to try to get the students there, and the students just aren't going to the games. So they need to do something that makes them. The school needs to do something that makes them money. I'm not saying this is gonna make them money. In fact, this is a pretty big chance they're taking. This could end up being a huge fiasco. So here's the thing. Couple points off of that. Why not take the chance? Everybody's saying, you know what? Like, yeah, this is a big risk. You know, why not? Like, the I best mean, are case they really scenario... really going to draw less than 8,000 people? Yeah, you could get a big draw, and my guess is there's the donors, and there's some money to be had as far as donors in the Chicagoland area. And I guess, newsflash, the master uh, plan, adding stuff to Husky Stadium, that's not built on good vibes. Like, you need yeah. money <laughs> to build this stuff. And yep. as far as the students, what's interesting to me about this is... NIU, the university as a whole, has kind of built themselves around the idea of it being kind of a suitcase college where, you know, you can you can go, you can come from about an hour away, you can commute, you can kind of go home for the weekend. And that's kind of what has built up the um, 
reputations. Yeah, how many students are at the go to the university? So it's that's kind of been a good and a bad for the college because you got to take the bad with the good on the fact that people that kind of kind of in and out yeah, of DeKalb theory, don't build up that relationship with the football program. Right, but in theory, they should be able to go to the games on a Wednesday night, which they're not. The, the suitcase students or whatever. You should be going to the games on Wednesday nights, and they're not, which is disappointing. But um, everything about the, the student pop, I mean, 86, free tuition. All you had to do was just go to a football game, which would be the centerpiece of a college-going experience. You know, in theory, seeing a... If you're riding at 50-50, top level, <laughs> is that a little bit too much of a stretch? Well, and NIU, we're going to talk about this later. Thanks for bringing this up. So the NIU had that promotion, and then nobody won it because they couldn't get 6000 and then yeah. a few people complained, and then NIU kind of gave them a little uh, severance package yeah. to go along with it. Um, Hush money. <laughs> as far as the students, it's not necessarily, it doesn't, mean like okay well no students are going to go to the game exactly like what kids are going to go to bed at eight o'clock anyway that's the whole thing about this oh it's a late night i mean what time are you going to be back in DeKalb after a game i mean if assuming they're going to have buses they're going to have student as many student buses are needed i assume they'll offer that or even driving i mean there is an allure to like oh man they're playing at u.s cellar like let's go yeah road trip probably won't be as much as a DeKalb husky stadium game but I think there's going to be some students that go to the game. Yeah, no, and it it shouldn't be that it's it shouldn't really be that much of a deterrent for the students. And I think that again, I think it's actually going to be pretty close because students just aren't going to the games. Right. So, and I think I don't know. They're acting like everybody like goes to bed at nine o'clock all of a sudden. We're all Puritans. Oh, we can't go to the city later. That you're going to be home by midnight. Tough it up for one night. You're an adult. You know, you want to watch your team play. Watch your team play. Yeah, and I'm sure there's people that have class. Kind of 11, noon, I mean... They yeah, I mean, how many classes in. did you have at 8 in the morning when you were a I had one, students? and it was my freshman year, and it Every, was the right. worst experience of my life. Yeah, freshmen are going to have a hard time, but I mean, God, worst case, even if there's traffic getting out of the stadium and a big accident on 88, you're going to be back by 1. You're telling me college kids are in bed by that time, or, or you know, that's much past their normal time they're going to bed? Right. Or even as an adult, you know? I know I say this as someone who works nights, so maybe right. I'm a little skewed, but I don't know. It's all of a sudden we're all Puritans who are going to bed at nine, ten o'clock. Oh my! You know I cannot stay up that late. I don't know why I'm going with John Stewart, Lindsey Graham voice or there. Scarlett O'Hara. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's ridiculous that oh gee, if I stay up past midnight, you know, then I can't possibly function the next day. I mean, it's I don't know. So here's the fifth argument. Nobody's going to show up to this from the Chicago area. Chicago people don't care about NIU. Now, that could be legitimate. That this is the chance that we're talking about. He's thinking of those hundred and that one third, basically, of those hundred forty five thousand uh, people he referenced, uh, alumni in the area are going to go to the game. He's rolling the dice that that's Fraser's rolling the dice that's going to happen. And my point is, it's worth the risk. Like sometimes, if you uh, like a business venture or a business yeah, idea, you have up. to take a risk. I mean, the argument, okay, well, nobody shows up. What was so, their average attendance this year? I keep saying eight thousand because that was the low number. What was their no, average? No, it was twelve. Yeah, around there. So you're getting twelve thousand people showing up to the home games. They're going to get that, I would think. They're going to hit 12. Whatever their average attendance is for 2016 they're going to, at NIU games, they will hit that number at Wrigley. Mm-hmm. I think as long as they hit that number, they can't call it a failure. 
Well, and that just kind of goes back to the point. Like, yeah, what if this fails? But what if they do sell 30,000 tickets? That's a huge monetary boost for NIU. And, like, what would a failure be? I mean, what is it? Are they really going to draw less than Mm 8,000? I mean, I would think failure would be that that's their lowest, quote-unquote, home game of the year. Is the only way that this could be a failure. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, is there so? I mean, I know he's setting the bar so high that, it, and he could be shooting himself in the foot at that, you know. And then they're going to just look like they're going to be polishing the turd, even though what they're saying is true. Yeah, but if you're that, the AD, you can't be like, yeah, hopefully we can get 15,000. Like, it's, you're going to say, right. you know, we're going to sell this out to build up hype. So, I mean, I get where he's coming from, but. So, yeah, 30,000, that I'm highly skeptical of. I think anyone with that, I mean, do you think they're going to 30,000? I. I don't think they're going to close. I think it's possible. I don't think it's like, oh, there's zero chance. I mean, I think it's possible. But even if they get Mm -hmm. 20,000, that's a nice... Do you think you're going to date Megan Fox? Is is that possible? That's a dated (laughs) reference. Is she even popular anymore? Is she? Who is it? Selena Gomez? Help me out here. Yeah. I don't know. I'm an old man, Jesse. I almost said Elle McPherson. Britney Spears. I almost said Elle McPherson, okay? Help me out. Help me help you. And a, a big part, though, I think, is getting... Winning favor with the people that have money in Chicago. Yeah, that's we'll a big. See. I mean, you you need to get those donations from the the mucky mucks, and this is one, I guess, way of reaching out and saying, "Hey, yeah, yeah hey, we played a game at Cellular right. Field for you. You want Cellular Field for you? Where's my check?" <laughs> right. Last uh, argument. I don't know how much that's going to fly. I it, think they need to make it a regular thing, and I think for it to be a regular thing. They need they need the thirty thousand people for it to be a regular thing. Right? Did did they? Uh, hopefully, uh, not to put you on the spot here. You asked, is there is this just a one time trial? No, balloon? I mean the the Illinois Sports Facility Authority. They said like you know this is depending how it goes. Like this would be something that would be interesting. Like to kind of keep with NIU or with like would they switch up the school? And well, like, even if they switch up the school, you're still. I mean, if you kind of get it in there, I guess every it wouldn't make then. sense for Northwestern to do it. It'd have to be Illinois would be the only other one that would make sense. I yeah. guess. So last argument: you're stealing a quote unquote true home game, and in a game that is too important. NIU Toledo. Usually, whoever wins this goes to the Mac West. Uh, is the Mac West Championship? Yeah, look at the the attendance for the last two important home games that they had: 2014 against Toledo, eight thousand against Ohio last year, eight thousand. Right. So you undercut that when no one sh- shows up to the games. It's hard to make any kind of these arguments when no one's showing up to the games. If they were getting fifteen, twenty thousand people a game, then these arguments are very valid. Right. And I asked Rod Carey. I mean, how much, as far as the idea of home field advantage, how much of it is the crowd, how much of it is just being familiar with the surroundings and playing on the field? And he said, like, yeah, I mean, there's something to the friendly confines and playing on the field that you play on all the time. But at the end of the day, I mean, a big crowd is going to make a big difference. But this is if they get the big crowd. And there's another thing that I haven't heard anyone brought up, but I think it's a potential issue. Is how many more people? First of all, you're an hour closer to Toledo now, so yeah. you 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 slashed the drive by what's that about seventeen percent? Right. So turn a six hour drive into a five. Right, it was a six hour drive. Yeah, I don't think that's going to make that big. Okay, difference. but now it's also the big deal. We're playing in Chicago. How many Toledo people might you know take a couple of days off from work, go to the games, stay in Chicago overnight? It might 
there might be more, I'm not saying there's going to be more Toledo people than IU people, but there may be more Toledo people there than if the game were at Husky Stadium. And if the NIU attendance is down, if it, it may not be a 70-30 split towards NIU instead of 90-10. And being empty stadium, it's not going to be near as loud. So if a crowd gets quiet at any point, all you're going to be hearing are the 20-30% Toledo people. So, I mean, there's a possibility here that it may the optics of it, let's just put it that way, may not look the best for NIU. Yeah, but again, I think that's a risk you need to take. I yeah. mean, this is... This is a big thing, and so oh, big just, things I'm just, don't. I'm just come laying with the groundwork for the "I told you so"s, you know. For and again, I mean, I'm not against this mm-hmm. necessarily. I think there's a lot of downside to it, as I think I've outlined here. But you know, as you keep saying, you got to do something. They they got to do something. They got to roll the dice. They got to take a chance to get some money to reach out to the donors and everything. I think this is a fine way of doing it. I mean, they still have how many home games? True home games do they have next year? I mean, is it? Yeah. They had six, right? And so I now mean, it's five. Still have plenty of so they have five games. games at Husky Stadium. Yeah, so, which is isn't that what they had last year? Yeah, they had more last year. How many six, did they have? Six. Oh, it was six last yeah. year. Okay, well, so it's just the one last. So that's the the U.S. Cellular talk. I wanted to briefly talk. Um, so you're you're still for it. you're yeah. It's a risk that you kind of need to take and. Best case scenario, I think the best case scenario outweighs the negative. Because the worst case scenario is nobody shows up. It's a one-year thing. They see okay, nobody shows up. What What do you think the number is? I mean, what is the number? Probably less than 10,000. Mm-hmm. About what you would get from right. a normal game. And that's that's where I think that it's um, where it's a smart idea. Because I don't think the lowest drawing home game counting the US Cellular Field is going to be that game. Mm-hmm. That will not be their lowest drawing home game of the year. And that's why they have to do it. Yeah, I know Frazier loves to talk about the 145,000 alums in Chicagoland, but I mean that's a real thing and you compare that to I guess the 105,000 people that live in DeKalb County, that's not even including it doesn't decide okay these people are NIU alums and or even care about right. NIU. So that that hundred five thousand Yeah, a vast the, majority of the hundred five thousand I don't the think pool care of about. people <laughs> is significantly smaller. No, but the thing is the town of the Cal the the school the school's not going the students aren't going and that's they had first dibs. <laughs> yeah, I mean I do think NIU tried. Okay, okay. But speaking of the students, so the eighty six Showed up for every single game. NIU ran this and stayed for promotion. the whole game. Right, that's the thing. They had to stay yeah. for the whole game and scan their card at the end. Am I not mistaken yes. about that? Yes. So NIU ran this promotion where if six thousand students went to every game, that uh, there would be one student that got like free tuition for a semester, and it ended up being eighty six, which is a little less than six thousand marginally. And NIU, I mean, to their credit, like in the promotion, it pretty said pretty plainly like right. okay six thousand it was people that's why i didn't report on it i mean initially when it happened i didn't report on this i didn't think it was that big of a deal i thought it was trying to grab attention and do something that they knew they wouldn't pay in on and that's why i didn't have a story on it so so obviously so nobody ends up winning the t- uh, tuition and apparently a, a few people kind of complain like oh what you said if, you know, we went to every game. And so what NI, NIU did is they, to all 86, I think they gave 
two season tickets for the year after they graduate, um, a shot at the uh, Terrace Club for the Husky Bowl, and $100 off tuition. So what was your initial thought when you heard that? They didn't have to do it, and they did. So, I mean, it's kind of... Again, I, I'm seeing both sides. On the one hand, they did say 6000 right. But on the other hand, kind of had to know how people are going to react. How the media, you know, when they were pushing for this media thing, that it wasn't going to be, the media wasn't going to report it. And, you know, again, that's why I didn't report on it. But if they were going to report on it, the headline was going to be, hey, chance of free tuition. And you'd be lucky if they mentioned the fine print. That's why I didn't think it was well, a story. Well, it wasn't even fine print. Like, it was in the thing, well, that's like 6000 um, I thought it was very nice of NIU. Um, they kind of helped, uh, you know, cover cover uh, the few people that were upset. But also not a great look for the NIU students where a sense of, hey, man, we went to every game. Why why can't we get stuff? Like, yeah. when I was in college, like, you went to the games because you wanted to go to the games. Right. And so I guess one... That's the category, NIU bringing it on itself. <laughs> right. And one thing that kind of made NIU look, look a little bad was by doing this, it kind of almost acknowledged, like, okay, yeah, we know it was a chore for you to come to these football games, which yeah, I don't walk think is... The, you know, was that about a quarter of a mile from the yeah. dorms to the stadium? So it kind of bothered me a little bit, I guess a little bit entitled, that like, hey, we went to the games, so we want stuff. So I thought it was kind of, I mean, obviously not every student complained. It's one of those whoever right. a handful that complain are the loudest. Yeah. But I definitely thought, you know, a little crappy uh, from the NIU students. I mean, I get where the students were coming from on that one. I mean, again, I mean, you're painting it in a, that is one way to look at it. And I kind of agree with that, that it is a chore to go to the games is what they're making it out as. But the school encouraged that attitude. Mm-hmm. Hey, we know you don't want to go to these things. <laughs> I mean, they're three and a half hours long. They're mostly commercials. I get you. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll give you free tuition of 6000 and you show up. I mean, it is when if you frame it that way. But, yeah. I mean, they got to do something. Anything else? U.S. Cellular students? I don't know. I, I find that we... You know what I mean? you got to drive back out there. Yeah. It's not too bad of a... Uh... Well, if you get lucky on train, we're going to be driving, I would imagine, in rush hour. Right in the bowels of, yeah. Yeah, at rush hour. Yeah, I mean, the coverage won't be fun, but, (laughs) I don't know, it'll be interesting. It'll be part of history, and... uh, I don't like that angle of it. Why? I mean, I think that's part of the the allure. Like, hey, this has never been done. Yeah, this is getting my, uh, this is getting my spidey sense tingling, I guess you would say, the... The lack of news, you know, alarm that goes off in my head, which sometimes is oversensitive, but this is, oh, the first football game at, you know, U.S. Cellular. But I'm for it. I say, let's wait until the thing actually happens, until we say, oh, this is a horrible idea. People can think it's a horrible idea. I definitely see how they're saying it's a horrible idea, but I mean, you can debunk most of the major arguments. Yeah. They can only say it's a horrible idea if like 6,000 people show up to this thing. Right. So, I mean,. You got your chance to show that. Go show, get twenty thousand people to all the five home games at Husky Stadium, and then this will look like a bad idea. Fifteen show up to uh, Comiskey, which is, by the way, where I'm thinking the numbers. If you had to pick a number right now for what you think the attendance is going to be, and we write it down and we save it for the next uh, eight months, I say twenty-two 
thousand. I'm, I'm oh wow, you're uh, optimistic. Mm. I'm going um I'm going fifteen. Okay. So there you go. So we're on record with our guesses for the numbers. If you wanna tweet us what you think the attendance is gonna be, feel free to do that. We are at Husky Wire. You can also find him. I never remember, do you have an underscore in your yep. number? Yep. So Jesse underscore Severson. And I'm at DDC Eddie Carifio. So, also, huskywire.com for uh, this story, which is up on the website now, about the uh, uh, what Carrie and Fraser all of them had to say. Basketball coverage this weekend. Uh, girls have a game tonight. Didn't mention that. So, that is also up on huskywire.com, daily-chronicle.com. For Jesse Severson, I'm Eddie Carifio. See you next week. <laughs>